Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, welcome to Talking Pictures. I apologize for my scratchy voice this morning. I have to take a quick drink of water and sorry about that. Uh, again, talking pictures for all you new listeners. There will be a point I eventually stop saying this, but thankfully we're always getting new listeners where uh, we want you to feel like you're in a coffee shop talking movies. Um, in fact, one day we will have our sound man um, create coffee shop ambience so you sound like you're at a real Starbucks. How cool is that? Boy, did I just make that sound way cooler than it is. Uh, so, today we're here to, we're going to be talking with uh, Miss Rainey Kerwin, who's a film director that, we're not going to be promoting her film today, but we're going to be discussing about this, talking about this great journey that she's been having of playing different film festivals all over the country. Uh, she's been winning a bunch of awards, which... That is not necessarily all it's about, but um, it's nice, and it's gratifying and cool, but what I really dig about uh, Rainy, and I've never met her, is that now through social media, we get to see the way people react in their words or in their... Well, of course, the way people act in their words, how else are they going to react? Um, And we get to have these uh, these live videos. Sorry, I dropped my pen. God, this is just like a Marx Brothers movie today. Um, uh, We get to see, like the other day, Rainy posted live from her uh, Burbank International Film Festival Award. One moment. And before I finish this, I'll bring in Rainy and introduce her. Um, Bert, uh, Rainy, not Bernie, I'm sorry. Uh, Rainy, this is before you came on. This is like a little Marx Brother movie going on in the studio today. Um, <laughs> so Rainy uh, broadcasts live from the uh, Burbank International Film Festival. And it was really cool because now that Facebook video has been doing these you can go live. Um, she she did one where she, she was mentioning that she was going to be live. And then I happened to catch when she won her award. And it was really, really cool because she said she wanted to thank her team at William Morris. And <laughs> I thought that, that was a really cool thing because um, I'm not saying – for all I knew, she had a team at William Morris. I thought, oh, that's cool. You know, she's thanking people. Um, and she said Lionsgate. And I thought, okay, well, that's cool because her film's doing so well. She probably does have a distribution deal. So I just kind of shook it off. And then she was uh, she was joking. So doesn't take herself seriously, doesn't think uh, that now because I have another award, I'm the SHIT. By the way, we're not censored here, Rainey. Um, so with that, I'll bring in Miss Rainey Kerwin. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I have to tell you, you know, I'm pretty transparent as a filmmaker, but on the heels of that story, I have to tell you what had happened. So I kind of work on the outskirts of Hollywood. Um, I do my own thing. You know, I don't necessarily test, go to test screen audiences and then make changes based on that if I don't feel it's the right decision for the film. Um, so I, I had my own production company and I funded this project. But when, this, when we were doing the Burbank Festival, it was, you know, it turned out to be this really big thing. It was a 300-seat theater. We sold out. We were doing this big red carpet. We were going to go live. So I knew it was kind of going to be a really great thing for the film. And I thought, you know, now I should probably go after an agent or manager. 
um, a literary agent as a director or writer. And so I had a few friends reach out to some big agencies and William Morris was one of them. And so I jokingly thanked them. And then um, two days later, I got a rejection letter from them. <laughs> so when I thanked them at the time, I thought it was funny because that's what they do at the Oscars. You know, I'd like to thank my team at William Morris. And, um, and then now that that's out there and I just recently got a rejection, I think it's even funnier. <laughs> so that's my sense of humor as an independent filmmaker. Oh, that, that really puts the cherry on top of the story that they, I know. That they rejected you. Um, I, I had a mentor of mine who used to tell me when I was going through my rejection stage as a filmmaker, well, I don't think that ever ends, but um, he used to tell me to keep all my rejection letters and you know, it sounded so pointless at the time and I was just in that kind of like when you're young and dumb and you think your films are actually good and they're not, which your film's actually good because it's winning like every festival that it goes near. Oh, um, and the, uh, that rejection letter thing was a cool lesson because it made me realize later that it was just about that festival. Uh, right. Not jiving with your film. It wasn't about anything about you as a filmmaker or your film. So, so let's see. The first thing I want to know is, is what are you five for five now? Six for six? Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Some of the festivals and these, these awards. Um, yeah, it's been kind of an amazing run. Um, let's see, we started at Palm Beach uh, which was, I, you know, I was most excited about that festival because it, it's for a mid-level festival. It's a really great festival. Um, and my Big Fat Greek Wedding premiered there. And, you know, when that film came out, I was like, this is so great. You know, star driven by a woman and written by a woman and all this great stuff. And, and she, Leah, or Nia Vardalos, happens to be from my hometown, which is Winnipeg, Canada. Um, and then, so then we were premiering at the same festival she premiered at. So that was kind of amazing, um, and we sold out there, and that was the first time that I got to see it on, I mean, it was, it's called the Palace where we played. It is this giant theater, like kind of arc light AMC feel, um, and it just hit. And, you know, I, I lived with this film for so long, and, um, you know, since we wrapped, it's really just been myself and whoever I'm working with at the time, so myself and the editor myself and the colorist, myself and the composer, the sound mixer. So it's just been me and one other person along the way for this last part of it. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know how the film would screen. And I, I was surprised that it was that funny. Like I thought it was, but some of the jokes had become dull to me. So to see it, to, to hear that eruption in the audience from people I didn't know was kind of amazing. So we left Palm Beach and then we went to Manhattan. Um, that was kind of a really great experience too. I went to Manhattan knowing very few people. Um, I'm a member of a group called the Film Fatales, which is a um, female directors group based originally in New York. And also there's a chapter in LA. Um, so I met up with some of them, but I mean, I basically went, I called up, you know, all of the um, meetup groups and I went to meetups and I was on the street handing out postcards and a wedding invitation t-shirt that looked like I looked, I worked for the film and not that I was the writer, director, producer, star of the film. I'm handing out these postcards and we filled it. And it was crazy because we were like, you know, lining the street trying to get into the screening. Um, and then we won best romantic comedy there. And then after that, we came back and we won the um, Accolade Global Film Competition, um, top prize of um, Award of Excellence Special Mention. Then we went to Burbank and we won Best Comedy. Um, and uh, today, in about two hours, I leave for South Dakota, where um, we've already the judges already made their decisions. So we've already won Best Romantic Comedy in South Dakota. So. That's been the trajectory so far, um, and it's been great to watch people see the film, basically. Well, that's um, now, uh, especially what we were discussing on the on the phone, 
before we went on air. Um, uh, now this makes a little bit more sense because I have some buddies from film school from Winnipeg. And oh, really? they're very similar. Yeah, they're very similar to how you just explained. Um, I don't know what the bombers are, but I have a friend who is a cameraman <laughs> for the, the bombers. The blue bombers. Um, yeah, there are football teams. Yeah, he's always in some bombers. stadium point, putting a point of view. So he's one of those cameramen that films the game. Oh, my God, this is awesome. Paul, do you know what this tells me? This tells me that when I go back to Winnipeg next, I'm going to get free tickets to go to the Bombers through you, through your <laughs> Winnipeg friends. <laughs> hey, I'm an oh, independent well, filmmaker. Well, get a deal where you can. <laughs> tell, tell, yeah, no, that, well, no, I mean, tell, just real quick, not to detract from you, tell me what the Bombers are just so I know because I want to support them, but I'm like, what the heck are the Bombers? Well, it's the CFL, the Canadian Football League. So the the, oh, our, the Winnipeg okay. Blue Bombers are a football team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which you know, so, it's like okay. being being in the states. It's like everybody has a team. And so somebody said to me a, a couple of years ago, like, "Who's your team?" And I was like, "I don't have a team." So I just randomly picked a team. So I randomly picked the New York Jets because. Uh, we have the Winnipeg Jets for hockey. So it was, it was like the closest I could do to having like a hometown team. So that's my, that's uh, my American football are, team. You are so, I, well, of course, cause you are, but you are, you are just so Canadian. And I wish that listeners and people hearing you talk about your film, which in a minute here, we'll get into the just the brief synopsis, and you can tell them. Uh, uh, we'll talk about how the trailers on YouTube. Um, but I, I, I mean this in the nicest way possible, and I'm not anti-American. I'm I call it more pro-Canada. Um, <laughs> there is just such a difference, not as a whole or generalizing in how Canadians act. And because now we have this social media thing, like I've been mentioning before we came on, where we can see how people react to awards, we can see what they write, we can see how they mm -hmm. treat others. Um, I was just kind of thinking, what's wrong with this rainy like <laughs> She's like, <laughs> way, she's like way too nice for someone in LA. Like, She's she's made such a smart film that she's not dumb and naive. So I'm like, and then I heard you're from Canada, and I was like, oh, okay. There's not that. It's like, let's have a fight, eh? And, uh, you know, let's just chill. And I, I always tell people, my filmmaker friends from film school, since the year 2000, and what are we in, 2016 now? You know, they've never yeah, asked yeah. me what... I'll check my calendar, but yes, I think. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've never asked me what I drive. They've never asked me if I got a raise. Um, they've never asked me, what do you do? They've never asked me, why are you still doing that? And I think we take for granted in America, but we won't go into that conversation, but I'm just saying that's what I just totally dig about Canadians is that you can go up to a friend's wedding and know that at that two-hour wedding, you're not going to have to explain anything about your your money, anything about your lifestyle. And so, yeah. So with that, we'll go into uh, – please tell us how we can find the, your, the trailer for this. Again, we're talking about The Wedding Invitation, uh, directed by Miss Rainey Kerwin. And she's going to tell um, us about yeah. where to find the trailer. Uh, yeah, so we've got um, a cool little promo out that um, people have been liking. So probably the easiest way to find it is to go to our website, which is weddinginvmovie.com. So it's wedding and then the first three letters of invitation, movie.com. Um, and that's also our handle for everything. So we're at weddinginvmovie. Um, so you can find us on Facebook that way. It's our pinned tweet on our Twitter. I'm just learning about social media um, right now, so it's there. Um, yeah, check it out. It, it's a fun little um, teaser, and it shows you a little bit about what the movie is. 
Uh, I wrote this movie because, you know, my, my background is, I didn't go to film school. I, I went to acting school. I've been acting since I was a kid. Um, and then I moved out to Los Angeles for that. And I basically discovered that, you know, the, I wrote this so long ago and it was before Bridesmaids and there were so few roles, comedic roles for women that could be sweet and funny and raunchy um, and everything. You know, the women were kind of the cardboard cutouts and the straight people and the guys were the crazy ones. And I, I kind of wanted to flip that script a little bit um, and change that. And I actually got a really nice insult, insult flesh co- compliment from Owen Mackin, who is, um, it's, it's three female leads, but he's, you know, the, the male lead of, in the film, he's on the night shift and he's coming out in Resident Evil. Um, but he said, you know, there, I love your script, but there's one thing I hate about it. And it's like, you're, you're always breaking, like, oh, God. Is, what is, right. it? is it? Is it the concept? Like, what do you hate about it? Um, and he said, I hate that I don't have the funny lines. <laughs> and I was oh. like, well, there you go. That's like 50 years of what I hate about the industry. Um, so, yeah, so I started writing the script and, <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm Thanks not a laughing lot, at you. Yeah, yeah no, you can laugh around. at me. Listen, yeah. So oh, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at what he said. It's, it's true. Right. It's so true. But I'm a comedian, so if you laugh at me, that's good, too. <laughs> oh, laugh with me, well, at you're, me, you're, I'll just take it all. You're well-rounded. Um, the, yeah. So the thing is with uh, with your film, on a, on a side note, um, uh, for audience, uh, this film, I guess now, uh, has had four screenings and then has been in some uh, contest or some showcase. Um, this is a film, um, Rainy mentioned the film Fatal's, uh, that was actually how I met Rainy on Facebook because I've had seven or eight of the film Fatal's on. So if you want to go in the archive, um, uh, there's uh, Alicia Slimmer and there's Lee Lu and there's Lulu Wong and there's Tessa Blake and there's Maggie Kiley. Um, mm, a lot of really, I love all these people. Yeah, and just their films are amazing. What was cool about Tessa was was Tessa had shot a short in Hawaii, and she sent it to me to watch, and I started noticing that the extras were friends of mine because I'm from Hawaii. And then I looked Hawaii. at the credits, and and her crew were friends of mine. So it was a really cool kind of small world thing. Um, so, uh, with the with the film Fatals, has Rainy you know Rainy mentioned uh, they have this mission of uh, bringing film, female filmmakers to uh, bring more balance to uh, equality and diversity in in film and to make it more fifty fifty. I've always said I'm a fifty fifty guy, but. I don't like 5149 either way. So it's been kind of funny because at first when I met some of these, not some of these, when I met some of the uh, Fatels, I said, um, you know, we'll have you on the show. We'll promote your film, but there's not 10 minutes to tell me what idiots males are. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> cause I didn't know. Right. So I was like, and yeah. I would just get these reactions like, what are you talking about? I'm really glad you bring that up because, um, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a tough place a little bit, right? The numbers are so skewed and I'm on, I belong to every single female filmmaker group. I'm on every committee trying to change the numbers. But that being said, like when I raised the budget for this film and the first 72,000, like the seeds to start moving forward with this film, that wasn't the full budget, but um, the, I did a little campaign promo video on, on Indiegogo. And the first thing I said was, I love men. I think they're great but I think it's time for women to stand up and take control of their careers in the industry. Um, but it's nothing against men. And, you know, it's hard to explain that sometimes because it's like we're in an industry where it feels like if we're trying to say yes to women, we're saying no to men and we're not at all. 
I think we're all just people in this. If we leveled the playing ground a little bit, I think it would be so positive for kids, boys and girls, and um, audiences to get more of a voice of, from women and stories from women and direction from women. So I think it's a really great and positive time we're in. And it's very, very rare that I run into anyone that is anti that um, that that plan, you know, that plan for the way the industry is going. Granted, maybe I run in very friendly groups because I know there are people that oppose that. Um, but I, I think it's just a great time for everyone. And I, I really just think we're all people and we're all in this together. And it's entertainment. You know, we're not curing cancer. We're having fun and, and hopefully um, letting other people have fun, too. So I'm glad you bring that up. Well, yeah, no, I, well, because I, I appreciate that. And and quickly after two, I realized that that wasn't, uh, um, you know, in any form, the mission. And I only, you know, I think I might have told you or I told, I, I forget, I told another Fatal um, that I, oh, I think I told Lee, um, I said, uh, part of this show I I do for my grandmother because, you know, she was really into film history and she was like, you know, the, I mean, women yeah. couldn't even PA in her generation. Wow. So, yeah. So, so she was so into film history and I'm sure you've seen my Facebook where I'm like movie 185 and I'm not bragging about that, but um, I, I definitely get that my love for film history from my grandma and, she passed that on to me. And so, uh, I mean, you know, when I was 19, I was saying that films that 50 year olds like were my favorite films. And so, uh, long story short, I, I do this, uh, basically in honor of a woman who didn't get the chance to, who, uh, didn't get the chance to have a film column or write film books. I mean, of course, we had Pauline Kale, but what was it? There was Pauline Kale and then 20 other uh, critics. So I'm so mm-hmm. behind what you guys are doing because I, I would have conversations with a, women, with a woman who just knew so much about film. And I thought, so when, so when I met the Fatals, I thought, you know, this is what they're talking about. This is so their grandkids aren't having to carry on their point of view or their vision or their stories or the films they love. This is so they can and maybe their kids and maybe their grandkids. So I really dig it. I've joked with many Fatals that I wish I could, um, I wish I could be one. I'm, I'm so <laughs> behind. I'm, I'm so into what you guys are doing that, and I think it's so important, not only on the, the point of views, but your guys' films are just so amazing. I mean, I think the absolute worst Fatal film I've seen was like an eight out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a really great group to be a part of because there's this sisterhood that you know, people, people think that women don't have, they think we're bitchy and catty. And I actually have that line in my film. I, at one point, you know, Lucy, the lead character um, is asking for a phone number. And this woman says, uh, I'm not going to give it to you. We don't really tend to bond like the men do. We're more bitchy and catty. And it's really just like making fun of that stereotype. But there's that kind of illusion. And it's, it's rooted in something, you know, the table of 12 used to have one woman and 11 men. And so the women, it feels like back in the day, we're trying to keep other women down, but that is not the case anymore. And I feel like everybody's reaching down and picking each other up. This community is amazing. I mean, I spent, I spent an hour and a half on the phone yesterday with a great um, filmmaker who did a film called The Nth Ward, um, which is coming out in 2017. Her name is Camille Brown. And she spent an hour and a half on the phone with me and she was just pulling. Oh, you just um, broke up. Are you there? Oh, yeah. I was saying I just spent an hour and a half on the phone yesterday with um, Camille Brown, who was pulling um, outlets, news outlets for me from South Dakota that I should get in touch with. And she just did this, you know, out of the kindness of her heart. And, you know, she's got a million things to do. But it's that sense of community that um, I'm just so excited to be a part of, um, which actually segues me into, I guess, that's where we're going next is 
South Dakota <laughs> with the film. Well, that's that's fantastic. And you guys, I know you guys know that you're fortunate, but to really speak from uh, the male side, when I said I wanted to be a fatal, it's because I'm not saying it doesn't happen anywhere or any level of the business or any side. So like I said, I'm, I'm a humanist. I'm not into, um, I mean, I'll respect you in a different way because you're a woman, but that's the only difference I see. Um, but, uh, uh, for me, by the time I got to this show, one of the reasons I started this show was because so many female or male filmmakers that I worked with, just the royalty check wasn't ready when it was time for royalties. The contract was ignored um, as a journalist. You know, my work was starting mm-hmm. to be sold without my cop, without my copyright permission. And I just thought, what is the only way that I'm going to be able to create and not get jacked out of my royalties or have somebody lying to me? And I thought, well, going to be to start my own show uh yeah good for you so I know yeah so I know I'm screwing myself um and so basically uh I guess where I was going that with that was was again nothing is a generalization but uh the only like creators fellow collaborators I have that I would make a film with or make their film uh, you know, they're in Vancouver because they're film school buddies, or there's a few in Hawaii. So one of my problems of why I couldn't really get into making films out here was because my collaborators that I trust, you know, I have to spend more of a budget flying people in. Um, right. Or it's oh my cheaper God, yeah. for me to fly to Hawaii to make a film or to fly to Vancouver and make a film because my buddy has cameras and an edit bay and, a, and, you know, so um, the fact that you guys have that, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that males don't support each other, but uh, we naturally has, it's scientifically proven. We have that ego and that competitive nature and that, uh, that just sometimes seems like you have to know someone 10 years before they could put their ego aside. And um, so that's what I really admired about uh, uh, about your guys' group was even if there is egos that fly or even if as natural filmmakers there's stuff that comes up is that you guys are still willing to get together as a group. I see those pictures of screenings and you're all at, and you're at each other's premieres and you're, you know, you guys know each other and you continue to support each other's films and, and you know what it is? It's a, it's a sense of community. And I think in larger cities, we lose that. And when you can tap back into a common interest and a common bond um, and working for a larger goal, I think it's sort of easy. And that's what I've been so surprised about the film fatales and, and the Alliance of Women Directors um, and WIMPs is another one, Women Intersectionally and Moving Pictures. Um, all of these, these groups and these communities, they're so easy because we're all yes people, we're all on board, and it's just bringing back a sense of community that, you know, we lose in larger cities. So I'm, you know, kind of honored to be a part of it. I, I actually run a platform myself called buywomen.com which is purchased like B-U-Y women.com. I know, make the jokes. Um, but it, what it I know, just, is, I'm like, sorry. No, like I was just perfect. going, turn off your male brain, Paul. Don't make a comment. Yeah, Rainey's going to hang up on you. Sorry, go yes, ahead. I would have, no. Um, no, but what it is is it's us taking ownership of what buy women means. And buy women means buy and rent and watch and screen and go to the theaters, films written and directed by women. When we can change the numbers, of audiences going to these these screenings and buying and renting these films, we will then be making, we will monetize our films in a way that will propel us to the next level. And that's my goal, because we want to change this overnight. And if, if all of a sudden we started supporting these projects, it would change. And women would go over the million dollar hump of what typically a lot of um, female directors are doing now, because you know, 95% of the venture capital in this country goes to men or male, male-run companies. So when, a, when you know, a woman is, funds a, a film, like, 
that's probably been a lot of work. I mean, for anyone, really. I don't even just want to say a woman. But it's a lot of work at this level to fund a film. So if we can monetize those films and make them successful, then we will be jumping to the next level, the, the $5 million, the $10 million, the $20 million. So buywomen.com is all about we curate a list of 31 films, um, and we say, go see those films. Don't support those films because they're great films. Go be entertained by those films. Word of mouth, pass it on. So, um, right. yeah, I think it's a really great time for, for women in film. Some of my, I mean, some of my favorite directors, um, oh, I'm your friend, uh, Har- no, Harley, I'm sorry. It's Harley, right? Hillary. 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 God, I'm From such a dude. Yeah. spelling. I'll bring her on, and, and if you guys want to talk for a minute or two, hold on. Okay. Uh, welcome, Hi, Hillary. Hi, Are you there? Hi. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, uh, Hillary. Rainy's here. <laughs> great, great podcast so far. <laughs> oh, you've so been listening. Wow, thank you. Hillary yeah. and I met um, two years ago at Sundance, and we were in, we're both film fatales, and we were, uh, we shared a condo. I think we were six in the condo at Sundance. Um, I mean, I'll let Hillary maybe speak to that a little bit more, but it was just great connecting with her. And then she was very kind to, um, she's on the board of the Alliance of Women Directors, AWD, to sponsor our Q&A at our screening. Um, so thank you, Hillary. That's your little introduction. And she's an amazing filmmaker in her own right, and um, she's done the distribution circuit and very successfully with her project. So hi, Hillary. <laughs> hi, Rini. Excellent. <laughs> Well, well, we're definitely going to get in. We're, we're definitely going to go into this with Hillary, and Hillary is also going to be bringing us a review of the wedding invitation, which we've just been talking about with Rainy. And um, Rainy, you've now tripled my want to be a fatal when you mention a condo <laughs> at Sundance by myself. I don't mean in a condo with women. Um, that that just sounds like. See, that's that's a. Real quick example, and then I'll then we'll switch over to Hillary. Is that I would never have a story where, if it, unless it was a friend who was wealthy, to where a group of us got together and made sure that we had rooms at at Sundance. It would be like I have a room. Why don't you maybe see if such and such down the street does? So that right there, what you said is the perfect story of the camaraderie and togetherness that I'm jealous and like the DGA how you need three people to sign you in can I get three fatals to make me an honorary fatal I'll tell you what Paul (laughs) we are always looking for executive producers you know to fund our films always looking for publicists to get the word out so you know you could be a friend of film fatals and be behind us and support us and we always look for friends of all genders so uh oh yeah no i mean welcome to i love i love having all of you on i think i think rainy's our eighth and now hillary you'll be our ninth so yeah so i'm i'm so behind this and uh rainy you have a wonderful uh absolutely first foremost safe trip to South Dakota and I'm sure we'll see how it does. Or well, you already won. You already won, so it does, we don't need to ask you how won. you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. congrats. So I know, I know awesome. not to like I know to go to the ceremony and not, you know, not be in the bathroom when they're you know, <laughs> announcing awards. <laughs> I don't want to miss an opportunity yeah. to do stand-up comedy in front of an audience. So I will be there. Uh, All right, I'll let you go and I'm actually going to pack and get on the road to LAX in the next 90 minutes. Fingers crossed. Oh, Have enjoy a great that, trip, Enjoy that four or five, Brainy. Thanks. Yes. Thanks so much. Thanks, Paul and Hillary, for everything, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Uh, welcome, Hillary, and thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, whether you would like to tell us a bit about uh, your organization, or whether you'd like to review the film first, it's your it's your call. You you go ahead. Oh well, uh, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Rainey's. Uh, she has worked so hard to get this film off the ground, and I've had the joy of watching her push this rock up the hill, and it's been um, quite a mountain that she has uh, kept 
going to production and distribution, but uh, just watching every single phase, and she's done everything right. She's reached out, um, as she was saying before in her time, uh, to to lots of support groups, uh, you know, vetting any potential agents or distributors, getting um, some knowledge uh, about publicity and festivals. So she really has done her homework and dug deep. But on top of that, it's a really good film. She is, as you can tell, she's very funny. And that comes across on screen and uh, was an absolute delight to watch her perform and tell a great story in a really fun way. I mean, the audience is laughing. Um, I thought at um, the AMC in Burbank, uh, where she had the L.A. premieres part of the Burbank International Film Festival, which won, by the way. And it was it was such a great night. There was so much love for her and for the film and for the content. And the way it was put together was... Um, was was so much fun. So it's uh thumbs up for me. <laughs> oh no, I mean that's uh you know what what I was telling Rainey what what's interesting is is that even yesterday I heard two more people, one who's not a photographer because he's a guy, um uh but I heard two more people tell me about it and it's starting to average where almost every other week I get someone telling me about it and Rainey was kind enough to uh, invite me to that premiere and I just could not make it. It was one of those things where just like no matter how many things you move around you're just it's not going to work. You have to just let go and spend the whole night wishing you were at the wedding invitation. And um, and I'm a big believer in, you know, enjoy where you're at and love where you're at and appreciate your space. But I was just like, no, I want to be at Rainey's so, home. So I, I have been just waiting and waiting. I even told uh, Rainey that I'm, in all honesty, and this is not being dramatic, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I'm more excited about getting to see her film than the next Star Wars movie coming out. Wow, that's a um, huge compliment. It, yeah, well, and it's only because I have never, for a non, it's Scorsese's next work, or it's, you know, Alexander Payne's next movie, or it's Pacino's next movie, I have never had so many people tell me to see um, an independent film. And that's what intrigues me. I'm not going to go in there and then come out and feel, oh, I was overhyped. Why so many people tell me? But like you said, I'm just so intrigued. Uh, I told her earlier on air, uh, Rainy is someone who just, uh, her uh, spirit, her spirit um, and her passion uh, attracts me to what she's doing. And again, I'm not using the word attracted in the way of male, female. It's just like, wow, this filmmaker is passionate. This filmmaker believes in their film. This filmmaker has people saying that you should see it every other week. I mean, like, I got to just see what this is to see what it is. And I love the trailer. Um, so is there anything specifically that you can go into uh, reviewing it, I mean, obviously, you know, not to spoil the plot, but is there, what, like, what would you say was the best attribute of the film? The, what was the best action beat of the film? No, the attribute. Oh, well, it's, the, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a romantic comedy. I love that she's got, um, she, she wrote the role of the lead for herself, but she wrote a really smart character. Uh, and she wrote some fantastic supporting characters where it's women that I feel like are relatable and that seem familiar. And, they, you know, unfortunately we don't see enough of on the screen to feel like I know these women. And it's it's fun to be able to watch those the journey of the film is basically she breaks up 
with the boyfriend she thinks she's getting engaged to, um, and she's absolutely miserable, and the only thing that pulls her out of the misery is to be invited to the wedding of the century by the most popular girl who went to their high school. And um, the whole group of girlfriends um, are dying for this wedding invitation to this wedding where they think they're going to meet other eligible guys, but they all have to bring a plus one. So these single girlfriends have one week to find their plus one to go to this wedding. And it's fun watching, you know, the different tactics and how – turning down guys that they later circle back to. Um, and uh, the, the casting was fantastic. It was really strong performances. The score was absolutely outstanding. And actually during the Q&A, somebody mentioned it, which I was going to bring up as a moderator, but someone beat me to it. And I'm just looking on our IMDb page to make sure I get this name right for the um, – uh, the score and the music was was really outstanding. I'm pulling this up. Um, looks like that the had a good. Uh, the music department was Christina um, Gallard, G A I L L A R D, was the music supervisor, who uh, really got some fantastic. In the film, and it was really well mixed. I would like to give a shout out because mixers never get a shout out. So, uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Eva Rissman is a sound mixer, and Larry Hopkins was a Foley artist and editor. So, they get a shout out as well because the sound was really fantastic. Um, let's see. Thank, uh, you for, thank you for doing that. I, I used to, in film school, I on all of our student films and our thesis films, I was the boom guy, then the sound mixer, and then I did a couple of professional gigs out of film school. And you're right, we don't get enough credit. And how many people out there, especially non-filmmakers, that are... Um, are you a 467 number? Um. Okay, cool, because for some reason, Rainey's phone is still on, and I just want to make sure and hang it up. Okay. Still got gotcha. you. Okay, so, yeah, so, um, okay, so basically, uh, yeah, so the sound, uh, people forget, and sometimes when you say it, they still go to have a debate with you that, uh, that, it, that it, it's 50-50, and people... My sound teachers, of course, because they're sound teachers, used to always say, would you rather have a film like one F-stop underexposed or dialogue you can't hear? Or would you rather have key light in the wrong place or no ambience and sync effects? And it was just like I mean, a really way of looking at it. Like it, it, it all makes it. It's not just the DP. It's absolutely. not just the camera. Every department is so necessary, and that's what makes filmmaking so fantastic. Is you know there there are a lot of people necessary, and and a lot of the jobs don't. You're not going to say, "Wow, that boom guy did a great job." You would only say it if you know the mix wasn't so great to say like, "Ah, whoever was you know." Um, recording sound didn't do a great job. You know, there's there's a lot of jobs that they don't get recognition until they don't, you know, a, a department is a weak link or something falls apart. But, uh, you know, and it's it's something that so, there's so many extremely talented, hardworking crew members who come together to work on films, who give their all. And the boom guy's not going to, you know, or girl, isn't always going to get the credit for it, but they're just as important and just as necessary as, you know, your cinematographer, as far as that if they're not there, you would miss them. So it's, it's something that, you know, as a filmmaker, you do appreciate and it is because they don't get as much recognition, you know, the art department, you know, putting everything together or, you know, the wardrobe on Rainey's film was, was great. I mean, she, at the end, it's a themed 
wedding and, you know, as far as all the outfits were really great, uh, hair and makeup was really good. So, and I, I, I appreciated those little details in the film that she paid such close attention to. And it paid off. It just, it makes it a, a, um, a more immersive experience. So it's, uh, like I said, I really like the film a lot. And I think she did a great job, and I think she's on a good journey now, and it looks like it's coming out in February 2017. So hopefully everyone will go to the wedding invitation and check it out and see where they can see it in their area. I I know I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be like that Star Wars guy in the first chair two days before. Um, (laughs) Actually told told Rainey, um, you know, just in some form of this, just like, is there any possible way I could see your film? Like, I, I almost wanted to, like, offer to mow, mow her yard or wash her car or, like, because I was just like this, you know, you know how it is as a filmmaker when you you hear about a film that wants to come come out, but then that's the weekend, you know, you're in... Uh, you know, like I have a friend who's releasing a film at, at the Lemley, um, the the Beverly Center, one, right by Beverly Center, and he's releasing it in the middle for a week of a, of a two-week vacation I'm on. So it's like, I've already seen the film, but I can't go out and see my friend film play in a movie theater you know, hang out with my friend, get pictures with my friend at the billboard because I'm in Vancouver. So it's like, uh, you know how it is when you know so many filmmakers and you get you get invited to different things and then especially the show gets invited to things and it's just, so it's one of those things where with, it wasn't until last minute that Burbank didn't work. So I'm, uh, I have my list here of, you know, fatal films that are, that are out there and that are just, doing superb and are I know they'll come to VOD but then again I don't have television so VOD doesn't doesn't work for me so unless these things hit DVD <clears throat> excuse me or some kind of Amazon deal or something I'm uh so I can do it on the computer like uh Lulu uh, Wong's posthumous is on Hulu and Amazon and stuff and iTunes, but uh, so now we've reviewed Rainey's film. Um, you had mentioned your your organization. Is there any like specific specifics you want to do to get into, like goals, like or you know, like brass tack stuff? Uh- well, as as Rainey mentioned, um, I am a member of Film Fatales and a board member of the Alliance of Women Directors oh, right, right. and the event chair. And um, so as far as AWD, we support um, filmmakers who, you, in order to be a member, you have had to have had a film screened at a festival or have it broadcast and played theatrically. And that could be a short or a feature. Um, And we support um, uh, emerging directors, mid-level directors, and professionals, you know, including Emmy Award winners. Did you say short film as well? There are filmmakers who are emerging filmmakers who have had short films at film festivals who are now working on features. And it's just as important to support them um, as it is somebody who's won an Emmy or been nominated for an Oscar. So that's and it's important across the board, and you know, we all support each other. And there's educational opportunities and workshops that we uh, that we host to improve craft, to gain skills. We had um, an event with the Visual Effects Society, which was uh, we had four women who are all experts in their field who came and was a phenomenal panel, and they talked about what they do and how. Uh, visual effects can inform and support filmmakers from every level, not just at the studio level, but how independent filmmakers can take advantage of that. We've had um, uh, 
the women from uh, White Light Audio who came and talked about getting the best production sound and mixing and, uh, and, and focused the evening on really good sound for film. We've had um, uh, Mary Lou Belli, who uh, is a TV director, she gave a great workshop on mining the funny of talking about for directors, really how to mine a script and um, rehearsal time with actors to get the absolute best comedic performances. So we do a lot of tradecraft workshops. Uh, we're also involved in the political side where, you know, trying to work with studio system and with what's going on right now in Hollywood about trying to get more opportunities for women directors, more support for women directors, and um, increase our distribution opportunities as well as our financing for those of us who are um, trying to get funding for our next films. So it's, it's a big uh, organization. Well- no, well, that's that's really fantastic. Uh, we'll have to talk over email because after you mention a few things, we do have some uh, mutual associates through some of those organizations. Um, as far as the, I, I, I didn't mean, I apologize for cutting you off about the short film, but I, I have a friend and I'll, I'll email you her name. She's a superb short film filmmaker and she's headed... Um, I know she will be making features soon. Um, and she's, she's made two shorts. One played Sundance, Santa Barbara. Um, it won Santa Barbara. Uh, the second one played Santa Barbara, Aspen shorts, Palm Springs shorts. Um, it won this, I forget the name of the organization, but it's a national organization where they pick five fem- uh, women directors to watch and she won one of those. And so um, I would love to, I don't expect anything, but I would love to pass. Uh, your well, name actually to her she can because- go directly or anybody listening can go directly to the website, which is alliancewomendirectors.org. And you just submit okay. an application online. Um, if you're accepted, uh, there's a membership fee of $100, I believe, a year. Okay. But that also, we have so many perks as far as film festival discounts for, and it gets expensive for people who are submitting their films to festivals. Oh, yeah. We get a lot of waivers for our members. We have a lot of free events. Um, we do a semi-annual bash, um, which is a really fantastic afternoon for members and potential members to come. And we put out pretty good spread and wine and have a chance to talk and meet new members and they get to meet the board and hear about plans for the following upcoming year. We've got shadowing opportunities. So there's, there's a lot going on. And so it's, it's definitely a support. Yeah. Uh, for so again, that's, um, um, if, you could plug that, if you could plug that website one more time. It's the, it's Alliance of women directors.org. Dot org. Okay. Yeah, because this is someone who uh, attended a Fatal meeting because I spoke with one of the L.A. Fatals. Um, just due to the privacy of the business, I, 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 I cannot reveal the, the, um, the level of director that she works for and has done numerous films with. And... Um, uh, just to respect her privacy, but she's one of those people who just, I'm going to tell her about this because she, she's one of the next uh, Rainies and and Tessa Blakes and Lulu uh, Wong and all, all those wonderful directors. I, I was telling Rainy the, the worst, the absolute worst film I've seen uh, from a Fatal is an 8 out of 10. And, and I mean, that's like, if I really, you forced me to pick one, it would be like, uh, uh, okay, it's this one, but that's still that high. Um, and, and that was one of the things that was the greatest, um, Lori, uh, uh, Welts and, um, I don't know if you know her or not, but, uh, in the New York chapter, um, I happen to be interviewing her for the Newport Beach Film Festival because I'm on, I'm going on my seventh year of covering that. We're so fortunate as a show. And 
I had asked a programmer to recommend me a film, and he said, go see this film, Scout. Well, the interesting thing of the cosmic thing of the Fatals and the story is, is that this was my sixth year, and in the first five years, I never asked a programmer for a, for a selection because I thought they're just going to push their program. They need numbers for their program. So um, I, I want to just, you know, I don't want to, I'll just pick. Well, anyway, he told me that film. I went and saw it. I fell in love with it. I contacted, I said, I, I got to have you on my show unless you're absolutely not interested. Well, long story short, at the end, she goes, and I'm also a part of this group called, named the Film Fatals. And we have chapters in LA and now in other cities. And, and it hadn't been where they had announced the other countries because this was two years ago. Um, and it was just like so great. And it was so uh, cosmic because to me, it was just kind of like, what are the odds that I ask this guy something? And then the guest tells us about the Fatals. And then, like I said, you're our ninth Fatal to be on. Um, and with the Fatals, I mean, we ultimately, you know, we want to review your guys' films, but we also want to promote your films. Uh, if, if I have another guest on, I'll stop the show and say, hey, uh, Rainy Kerwin's show is playing this Friday in South Dakota. Go see it. If you have any friends in South Dakota, tell them. Um, but then also, the way we're talking right now, uh, you know, please, if you have a project where you'd like to do a um, make more mention or you have a filmmaker that you'd like to make more mention, uh, you know, please feel free to uh, reach out. And uh, essentially, since you've been on the show, anybody that you recommend is welcome on the show. So if you have an up and coming filmmaker who would like to do a podcast or promote their premiere or, you know, talk about what it was like directing their first feature, uh, we're open to anything. I think our show kind of does just not as much of a scale what you're mentioning that you're trying to do. We're just trying to do for all independent filmmakers. Any way we can put their name out or support them or help them or give them a press quote or a review or, you know, just anything to push the in independent cinema forward. Well, we certainly all appreciate as independent filmmakers, you know, it's uh, definitely getting exposure, having our projects talked about, uh, having people interested in hearing more about our projects. It's something that is important, and we appreciate all the help we can get. So thank you for having me on your show. Um, oh, you're, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome, and you're – and definitely you are – now a it when when you want to be you're a you have a permanent invite on the show um well, or like you. i said somebody somebody that you recommend um all they got to do is just uh you know say that you sent them i'll probably verify it because i do have people that say they knew the last guest and try to get a podcast and then i called the last guest and they've never heard of them um and that wasn't to sound arrogant. That was just to draw a point of, it actually makes me kind of proud that people are trying to sneak on the show, but then I think it's kind of like sneaky and wrong. Um, so yeah, so yeah, feel free. And, and I, I, I appreciate your time and what you're doing with all those things and the fact that you're including short filmmakers and artists who are moving up, um, absolutely nothing against that the Fatals are features. But uh, once I heard that, it did make me think of, gosh, I know all these short filmmakers who, you know, in two years, they're going to be making a feature or in three years and, you know, what between here and there. So um, thank you for what you're doing for the, the all aspects of the independent filmmaker and bringing us these great visions of, and female voices. So our show so is very thankful to have you Yes. All right. Well, thank no, you I, I so agree. much. And, um, yeah, we'll be listening. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. And 
you have a great day. And uh, when this link Thanks. is done and up, I will drop you an email. Thanks, Paul. Have a good one. All right. Aloha. Bye. And that was a great show. We had film director Miss Rainey Kerwin and uh, Hillary from the Alliance of Women Directors. Uh, take a listen to the show. If for any reason you've clicked a button and you're at the end, that's not where you want to be. You want to go. You want to go back to the beginning. There's some great info here about a great film and about a great organization doing stuff for indie filmmakers, female uh, short filmmakers, uh, just everything. You you want to get on board. This is the movement. I don't want to be famous, but I wish I was more famous so I could co coin this term. There is a female new wave going on, and that's only ref referencing the French new wave. It's not referencing that they're not women or a woman or the way man gets called man. French new wave was the surgeon that surgeons of films that changed American cinema. And this female, female new wave is what's going to be changing American cinema. I know that the directors I'm interviewing now in a few years will be the Penny Marshalls will be the, um, Kimberly Pierce's will be their own thing, but we'll be having those films that, de that define this generation. So, and my sincerest goal is that that happens. And then a side note goal is that they still do our show. I joke with all of them about that and they've told me that they will. So anyways, you guys take care. Have a wonderful day. Thank you as always for joining us for talking pictures. And as always, whether you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or evening, make sure and watch a good movie today. Aloha.